Hi, everyone. It's Joey. I have another tinnitus question. Um, and this one is, how come is it that I cannot hear my tinnitus when I'm eating? And then when I'm finished eating, I can hear my tinnitus again. And how come when I sit down in a quiet room at first, I don't hear anything. And then slowly I hear my tinnitus come back into my awareness and slowly it becomes louder. How can this be? It's so strange. And thank you. So these are questions coming from my Rocksteady community members, and you can learn more about me at seekingbalance.com.au. So essentially, our tinnitus sounds are created by our body. They're physiological um, neural impulses that are traveling for whatever reason between our ears, our, our, our brain, our auditory cortex. And part of understanding which things come into our awareness is understanding how we have our prefrontal cortex and our executive brain, which could be considered like the administration desk of our brain and body. And whatever information is coming in, including those internally generated tinnitus sounds, the executive desk, the administration team in our brain has to decide, is this a useful sound that I want to amplify and bring into awareness and really make sure that it can be heard? Or is it unhelpful, not important, irrelevant, not useful, and therefore I'm going to filter it out and away from awareness? So it's important to understand that we do have these filters going on and you can consider it the administration team within your body. And part of the Rocksteady program is helping people to retrain and clean up the administration desk, if we want to stick with that metaphor, that we're teaching the body what to focus on, what's important, what's relevant, what's useful. We're not demonizing or dismissing the tinnitus sounds. We're not engaging in hate, annoyance, frustration, or rejection. We're like, yep, yeah, they can come into the administration desk, but we're not actively picking up those sounds and amplifying them back out into the body where they occupy lots of neural synapsing, where they're allocated lots of neural energy and attention and blood flow, and therefore they just become more and more louder, more frequently, more often. So wherever we place our attention, the brain really allocates more neurological resource and activity. So yeah, the, the Rocksteady program is a step-by-step a process. Obviously, if it was a really easy, linear, quick fix where I could just give you one solution, um, I would do that. But humans are so complex and so nuanced that the way different people organize their inner world and the way they refocus their attention upon that administration team and that executive desk is going to be really different. But it does always start with a lot of body scanning to fully understand yourself head to toe to understand how information's coming in, to understand how you're experiencing that information and organizing information, and to build those attentional skills to feel more confident in how you can choose where your attention goes and where your attention doesn't go, and also understanding why you're making those choices. Um, so, but essentially when we are eating, we have literally the, the jaw sounds and the food sounds. And so there's a lot of competing, distracting noise that the brain will be picking up on like a bright, new, shiny object. And it'll be saying, oh, okay. And I've got my taste buds going and I might be using a knife and fork and I might be feeling oil or hot and cold feelings on my fingers. So all of that is all this new input onto that administrative desk. So you've got the little tinnitus sound over here and suddenly you've got the feeling on my fingers, the feeling on my lips, the taste on my tongue, the temperature of the food, the sound of my jaw and teeth masticating and grinding. So there's all this new sensory input being loaded upon the administration desk 
And so the brain is busy sorting that and focusing on that. So temporarily, the tinnitus is of less importance and less focus. So that's sort of an example of how you're learning about your administration desk through those observations. Same when you go into a brand new quiet room. If it's because it's a new environment, and you know, to be honest, specifically for neurodivergent people or, or autistics like myself, Every single time we go into a new room, our brain is literally computing all the data. We go into new situations as though they are completely new situations, which has its strengths and definitely has its challenges too. Um, Instead of just having this lovely blueprint where we just go, oh, yep, it's a bedroom. Oh, okay, yes, it's a kitchen. And there's all these assumptions where we can just quickly have a neural model that says, okay, most kitchens have a fridge and a freezer and a cooking place and a pantry and benches and a sinks. Instead of doing that kind of generalization blueprint that creates a level of certainty, predictability and understanding of of new environments, autistic people actually go and go, okay, what colours the tap? How many handles? Okay, what's the texture of the... um, the bench space and, you know, which drawers are open, which doors are closed, what type of fridge, what sound is the fridge making? We're incredibly attentive to details and that's neither good nor bad. Again, there are strengths and there are challenges with these neurotypes. But for an autistic person that's going into a a new room, shifting rooms, even if it's in my own house, I'll be noticing, okay, where are the books? Where are the Lego pieces? I'm noticing all these details and so my executive desk, my administration desk in my inner world, instead of being focused potentially on my tinnitus sound sitting over here, filed in the administration desk, I'm getting all the new places and colors of Lego pieces and where are the cushions and what's the temperature of the room and who else is in the room and what am I in this room for? And there's all this input coming in, the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual inputs that are associated with that experience of the room at that point in time. And they're occupying my neurological resource. So my brain is actually sorting out what details do I need? What's interesting me? Where do I want to focus? So temporarily in that new environment, the tinnitus is really soft because I'm so busy sorting out all of that new input. So that um, hopefully that can help you understand a little bit about your attention, about the way your brain's organizing information. And the more we understand ourselves and we're empowered with this knowledge, we can really play with it. We can really have more control and predictability and lightness about our internal experience and understanding how things are being arranged, how the brain is grabbing onto certain information and amplifying it, or how the brain is grabbing onto certain information and really throwing it aside as not useful. So, for example, I might look at some of the Lego everywhere and say, oh, that's... um, that's really interesting and I want to go and talk about that with my son because maybe he's made something that's really creative and I want to reinforce that in him. So as a mother, that's useful information and my executive brain will say, okay, there's a really interesting Lego creation that I want to benchmark as as something to come back to later with my son and talk about it. So it's been heightened in its priority of importance in that executive desk because that's on relationship building and fostering Um, building my son's self-esteem, all things that are important to me and my values. I might look at other pieces of Lego just randomly lying around and literally I I see them and they go straight off the admin desk. They are not useful, not important, not my job to clean them up or attend to them right now. So it's in and out very quickly, not deemed relevant. 
So I hope that's been a useful way for you to look at this, what you're calling very strange, but actually it makes a lot of sense what you're describing. And I would recommend that you keep going through the Rocksteady modules and keep understanding yourself and keep playing with all of these observations of what you're learning within your body, within yourself. The more you focus on the tinnitus, the more resource the brain will give it, the more your admin desk will be littered with more and more tinnitus signals. And if you think about it like building up a a paper stack, the more you focus on tinnitus and think about it, the bigger that paper stack's getting and your brain has more and more access to tinnitus signals. So very important to do something like the Rocksteady program where you're shifting all of your attention into new areas and building new neural maps, new sensory priorities. So your brain can de-emphasize the tinnitus pile and start building all of your desired sensation um, markers and build those piles up on your admin desk. To learn more about me, go to seekingbalance.com.au.